When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Season 5 of Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, refreshing and captivating interviews with sports personalities and their connections to Chicago. From Mike Greenberg to Ryan Dempster, Dan McNeil to Sarah Kustak, they reveal entertaining, memorable, and emotional stories some you've never heard before. I'm your host, George Hoffman, and please follow or subscribe to Tell Me a Story I Don't Know on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell Me a Story I Don't Know is proudly sponsored by Vienna Beef, home of the Chicago hot dog and an institution since 1893. Find them at ViennaBeef.com. And by Dynamic Manufacturing, awarded the General Motors Supplier of the Year 23 times. They can be found at DynamicManufacturingInc.com. And by BetUS, America's favorite sports book. Check them out at BetUS.com. This week, we feature the one-time voice of the Chicago Cubs and a national broadcaster, Tom Brenneman. I know in my heart of hearts that my heart is in the right place. It's always been in the right place. I used a wrong word in a flippant, you know, joking around sort of way, which I shouldn't have done. I wish I didn't do it uh, for multiple reasons, not just because my career ended. I I wish I didn't do it because I wish it didn't hurt some people by what I said. Perhaps national isn't particularly an apt description these days, considering what Brenneman has had to endure over the last nearly two years. An anti-gay slur on an open mic led to his suspension and eventual resignation as the TV voice of the Cincinnati Reds, and he was eventually fired by Fox Sports. But there's so much more to this play-by-play announcer who's trying to work his way back in the business he's so good at. He was the president of his college fraternity, a leader in the community, and the son of the legendary Marty Brenneman. He's a Cincinnati native who happened to be behind the mic for one of the most infamous Cubs games in history. So, Tom Brenneman, tell me a story I don't know. Well, George, uh, it's nice to be with you. You know, one of um, one of the most amazing nights of my life, both professionally and personally, occurred in your great city of Chicago when I was there uh, broadcasting the 2003 National League Championship Series. Mm. And 
It was after game six. Of course, we remember game six as the Bartman game uh, and everything that happened in that game, uh, the situation with Steve Bartman, um, the way the Cubs lost the game, gave up eight runs in the eighth inning. They were six outs away from going to the World Series at that time for the first time since 1945. The, the atmosphere was just beyond description. I, I've still never seen anything. I'd never seen anything like it prior to and never seen anything <laughs> like it since then. You know, with all the people, there were there were tens of thousands of more people outside of Wrigley Field than there were jammed into Wrigley Field. And there were policemen on horseback. And it was just it was it was a magical uh, night. Then everything starts happening with Bartman. Uh, we've got more behind the scenes kind of stuff up in our Fox Sports broadcast booth, stuff that didn't get on the air, people throwing things at him. Uh, you know, the, 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 the security eventually coming down to get him. Uh, and getting him out of there. Thank God he got out of there. Um, so the game's over. And, and going back to my days when I used to broadcast for the Cubs in the early 1990s, I knew the shortcut coming down from the ramp at the press box at the top of the ballpark behind home plate to cut mm -hmm. through the Cubs executive offices and then go out of that green door that sat right underneath the marquee at Clark and Addison. So um, I, I'm walking down and I was announcing with Steve Lyons and with Al Leiter and he, we come down the, the stairs, we walk out the door. Now you have to try and picture um, if people have been to Wrigley field, they'll know what I'm talking about. If they haven't, this green door, as I mentioned, sits under the marquee. It's the entrance or it used to be the entrance to the Cubs executive offices right. where if you work there year round, that's where you came into the ballpark. So the year before they had built, and I'm assuming they built it because of the wind and the cold and all those kinds of things, they built um, a, a concrete uh, L-shaped, um, more or less like shelter that surrounded that door uh, just the year before. It had never yeah. been there before, and they built it. Well, as we come walking out the door, standing behind this concrete structure, standing up against the wall in a corner by himself is Michael Jordan. What? And I'm, I'm standing there and I look at him and I'm like, you got to, you know, wow. I had met him a couple of times, didn't know him. I said, you know, what are you doing here? <laughs> he says, have you been out there? And he's pointing literally right around the corner of this concrete structure to the crowd in the corner of Clark and Addison, you know, normally it's crowded just with bar patrons, but this was a whole different world. Um, and I'm like, well, no, we're going out right now. And he says, well, he says, uh, it's about a hundred thousand zombies out there. Oh my. And I'm like, are you serious? And he says, I'm totally serious. And I said, well, look, I said, you know, Al Leiter is six, five, Steve Lyons is six, four, our producer's walking down from the TV trucks. He's about 6'6". Six, six. I said, why don't you just get in, in inside of a, you know, a little circle that we can make for you with these big tall guys 
and we'll just walk down the street. There's no cars. They had closed off the streets. And we had a car waiting for us to take us back to the hotel about five blocks down the street. I said, well, we'll take you wherever you want to go and, you know, whatever you want to do. He says, uh, no chance. He said, if I have to sleep here tonight, I'm going to do it. So that was his story. It was pretty amazing. That's stunning. I have never heard that before. And certainly I have a great memory of that, you know, having covered both of those games. And I always tell the story that I'm on the phone back then. Of course, you could be on the phone with the uh, travel agent and I'm making plans to go to New York to cover the World Series. Well, you know, after mm -hmm. that situation occurred, hang up the phone. Then the next game, and remember the highlight of the next game was Kerry Woods' home run, which sent the place into a frenzy. Yep. Even if he doesn't get a hit, he's up to 43, 44 pitches. As a pitcher up there, you want to make the opposing pitcher throw more pitches. I'm on the phone again with the travel yep. agent. And then the Marlins take the lead. I hung up. I said, I don't think I'm going to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. After, after the Jordan <laughs> thing that night, uh, I, had some, I had some friends from Cincinnati that were in town, a, a couple, older couple. They're like a second mom and dad to me. And they, uh, I had gotten them tickets for the, for the World Series game that night. And we get back to the hotel. You're all wound up. And, you know, you just got to find a way to chill out a little bit. And so I said, hey, let's go take a walk in, in and around the city. And so we start walking and we walk by the lodge. And there's a line out there outside the lodge, as there always is. Um, but then I had remembered that it was a private Major League Baseball party that night. And so I said to my, my, my uh, friends, I said, hey, have you guys ever been in the lodge? This place is like an institution in this town. I said, you know, it's a dive bar. I said, but it's an institution. Mm -hmm. They said, no. I said, let's go in and get a beer and then we'll leave. So we walk in the place. All Major League Baseball people, you know, executives, blah, 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 different team. Um, and we walk all the way to the back. And sitting back there by himself is Josh Beckett, who's 21 years old. And I look at him, and I had gotten to know him a little bit through Lenny Harris, who was a longtime friend of mine. And, and Harris at the time is now playing for the Marlins. And I walked up to Beckett, and I said, uh, Josh I said, you know, far be it for me to, to, to say to anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I said, because I'm the last guy in the world that should give anybody advice. I said, but I got to be honest with you. I said, you know, Jack McKeon had said that if the game, if the series went to game seven, Beckett had just pitched a shutout in games in game five to send the series back to Chicago. And, and, and McKeon had made the point that if they needed Beckett in the bullpen for game seven, he was available. So I said to him, I said, Josh, I said, your manager just told us this. I said, if you don't mind me asking, I said, you know, I spent a lot of time as the announcer for the Diamondbacks with Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling and guys like this, big time Hall of Fame, big moment pitchers. I said, I got to be honest with you. I said, I'm sure neither one of them would be in a bar the night before they might pitch in <laughs> game seven of the NLCS. He looks at me right in the eye and he says, well, he says, I'm just a little bit different. I just need to chill out a little bit. I said, okay. He said, but I'll tell you what's going to happen. I said, okay. He said, we're starting our number five starter tomorrow. He says, I don't think he's going to last very long. He says, I'm going to come in the game. He said, and I'm going to pitch five innings. I'm going to shove the bat straight up there blank. He says, and we're going to win the game and we're going to win the world series. And I said, okay. He comes in the next day in the third inning. He pitches five innings. He gives up one run, a solo home run. They win the game, 
and they go on to win the World Series, and he was a World Series MVP. Vienna Beef, two words synonymous with hot dogs. They're the home of the Chicago hot dog and an institution since 1893. If you've had a hot dog, chances are it was from Vienna. And did you know there are more locations selling Vienna in Chicago than McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's combined? There's nothing like biting into a juicy and delicious pure beef Vienna hot dog dragged through the garden, which includes yellow mustard, onions, relish, tomatoes, sport peppers, pickles, and some celery salt. And oh, those Polish sausages dripping with flavor. And look for the spicy smoked sausage available in your local retail stores. It includes a perfect blend of seasonings such as crushed red peppers and brown sugar, creating a bold and zesty taste. Vienna products are available in restaurants, grocery stores, and entertainment venues such as the ballparks, cups, and socks, stadiums, museums, and zoos. Plus, you can purchase them online, coast to coast at ViennaBeef.com and on Amazon. And remember, Vienna is not just hot dogs and sausages. Look for their farm makers' chili, mini bagel dogs, condiments, and classic deli meats. Take it from a guy who was weaned on, then sold Vienna products. It's the mark of excellence since 1893. Check them out at ViennaBeef.com. We return with Tom Brenneman on Tell Me a Story I Don't Know. When this podcast drops in early May, it'll be some 21 months since you uttered a word that sent your life in a direction you would have never dreamed of. Tell me a story I don't know. How did you cope with it then? And how are you coping with it now? Well, we were doing, like all Major League Baseball teams were doing during the time of the pandemic, Uh, We were not traveling with a team. So we were broadcasting all of the road games from a studio in downtown Cincinnati. The Reds were playing a doubleheader, and they were seven-inning doubleheaders, if you remember. And it was game one of a doubleheader. And we were in a commercial break, and I had flippantly used the word that I used and didn't think anything of it. I don't have a a homophobic bone in my body, not one bone, not one piece of skin on my body. Am I in any form or fashion a homophobe? But I use the term. And so there are always going to be people out there that are going to think I'm a homophobe. It doesn't matter what I say or what I do. Um, I said it, wasn't thinking anything of it. We moved on. Uh, I don't keep a computer in front of me like a lot of broadcasters do today. But my partner sitting next to me, Chris Welsh, does. And um, he looks over at me right when the first game ended. I can't remember what inning I said it in. It was late in the game. And he said, hey, have you checked your phone? And I said, no. He said, you might want to check it out. And it was just when the game was over. So I, I got up, walked out of the studio to start writing down the lineups for the second game in a little cubicle in the Fox Sports Ohio studios, uh, offices there. And sure enough, I've got a message from my boss and says, have you seen this? And I push the button and it's what I said that wound up somehow, some way, and I still don't know to this day, how it got on the air. And I knew right then and there that, um, that this was obviously a really bad situation that was only going to get worse. And so I got about a two innings into the second game, uh, get a text from my bosses saying, you got to get off the air right now. I said, well, look, 
I said, I'm not getting off the air until I can at least offer an apology, uh, which, you know, I'm on live TV. I'm watching my career go completely down the tubes. Um, and, and believe me, I've been around long enough and, and knew the client, especially that we live in right now, where this was uh, this was going to be it for a long time. So I, I did the best I could. I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Dale, take you the rest of the way home. A lot of people have made fun of it because I called a home run in the middle of it, you know, and I, I don't pay attention to those people. I mean, I, I'm sitting there trying to, to wrestle with the fact that my career is going to be over. Am I embarrassing my family? Am I, you know, all these kinds of things, how many people I've hurt by what I said. And, and so I call a home run in the middle of it and go on with the apology. I leave. Um, I get a phone call from the owner of the Reds as I'm walking out the door and he says, look, we know who you are. We know this isn't you. Just sit tight. It's all going to be okay. And I, and I called my wife when I got in the car and I told her that Mr. Castellini called me and told me that. And, and I said, I can promise you by the time I get back home, which is about an 18 minute ride, uh, the longest 18 minutes of my life, I can assure you. Um, by the time I got back home, I said, he's going to change his tune. There would just be too much pressure. Um, so sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So that night, um, I get suspended um, by them, get a phone call the next morning. As soon as I wake up from my bosses at Fox Sports, I had been there since day one when they came on the air in 1994, uh, was told that I was going to be suspended uh, for a certain period of time to be determined. That wound up being the entire football season, which was getting ready to start in 2020. Um, so, you know, all of this happens. And, you know, the, the, the thing I'm most concerned about is um, the embarrassment I'm causing to my family. I'm really not thinking about myself much at this point. One of the few times I'm not thinking about myself. And um, so I talked that night to Billy Bean, not the general manager, Billy Bean, but Billy Bean, who is the assistant to the commissioner of Major League Baseball, a gay man, former big-time prospect, played in the big leagues for the Dodgers, uh, wrestled a lot of mental health issues with the fact that he knew he was gay, but at that particular point in time, there was no way he could come out. He wrote a book about it called Going the Other Way. I read it. It was fascinating. It was bold, and it was necessary to write. And he's since become 
you know, a, a very integral part of Major League Baseball and handling situations like mine. Josh Hader had had a thing on, you know, Twitter a thousand yeah. years ago that somebody dug up. And so anyway, I talked to him that night. And um, and ever since then, you know, the, the, the journey for the whole thing ha has been amazing. Uh, I, I've come to learn so much and I'm so grateful for a number of, of, of uh, the gay community members here in Cincinnati that um, that could have just written me off and said, you know, you're this and you're that and blah, blah, blah. They didn't. Uh, primarily a group of about a dozen of the leaders in that community. Uh, I went over to the guy's house, was invited over to just sit and listen uh, roughly about 10 days after all this happened uh, to learn about what the word that I said really means to a lot of people. And I heard one story from a guy, um, gay man, who told me when he was living in, in Seattle, uh, he was going to a, a party and the party was a drag party. So he was dressed up as a woman walking down the street in Seattle. The guy has a beard. So obviously it was, you know, it wasn't a woman. Yeah. Um, he's telling me this story and, and, and he gets to a crosswalk in downtown Seattle and uh, two cars stop one car and then a pickup truck. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And they both wave him through, wave him across the road. He walks across, goes by the first car. As he starts to cross in front of the pickup truck, the pickup truck uh, hits the gas, runs over this guy right in the street. Uh, his teeth literally are laying on the ground. He's bleeding from everywhere, broken bones all over his body. The man in the pickup truck gets out of the pickup truck, walks up to him laying there on the ground and spits on him and calls him the word that I used flippantly that night on the air in August of 2020. Well, that will open your eyes in a hurry. I didn't hear as many stories maybe quite that severe or dramatic, but that one will stay with me for the rest of my life. And so ever since then, you know, if there is such a thing to try and right my wrong, I've done it. Um, I've tried to do it and will continue to do it. I befriended a guy, a gay man, who is the leading spokesperson for the gay community of collegiate athletics, collegiate athletes who are gay, and Olympic athletes who are gay. A guy named Sid Ziegler, and he owns what's called Out Sports. Yeah. It's a, um, it's, it's a very well-known uh, gay athletic website. You did an interview with him, which was really extraordinary to read. How important was that interview for you to possibly get back in the business? Well, I mean, George, look, nobody's offering me a job. I mean, you know, I, I can't do anything about that. Do I wish it was different? I do wish it was different. Do I look around sometimes and and say, wow, man, I mean, uh, you know, this network just hired that guy. This guy just hired that guy. You know, um, I, 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 I even, you know, tried to say to my bosses, look, I, I don't wish anybody any will will in any, in any form or fashion. I said, but you gave Michael Vick a chance to come back. I said, now, you know, 
I, I'm not comparing or contrasting, but there are a lot of animal lovers out there. And there was a point in time where this guy was, was torturing and killing dogs. And now, is my what I said worse, not as bad? I don't know. That's for somebody else to decide. But I was just saying, I, I, I think that, you know, if you look at what I've tried to do since then, I, I, I would like to hope and pray that it would warrant somebody at least considering giving me another chance. Now, whether or not that happens, you know, um, the, only the Lord knows. Uh, you know, the one thing I will say is, is with every curse, there comes many blessings. Uh, if it was going to happen, it happened in, in, in a phenomenal year of my life personally. Our daughter was a senior in high school, um, and I got to go to every single event in and around, not just the graduation, but a lot of the other things that went on in and around that graduation. I would have missed 90% of that with the baseball season starting in the spring. Our son is a, a really good lacrosse goalie. Um, and he was a starter for our high school varsity team, public high school in Cincinnati. And, uh, and they won the state lacrosse championship. And I got to see every single game, every minute of every game, which I would have missed 95% of those games. So, you know, it, um, it's, it, it's been, it's been um, you know, closing in on two years, not too long from now. And, um, and you just kind of keep plugging away and stay upbeat and keep the faith and hope that you get a chance. And if you don't, there's nothing I can do about it. I can pull myself, you know, uh, in, in this direction and that direction and getting mad and getting upset. And I've done all those things, but there's nothing I can do about it at the end of the day. Major League Baseball is underway and BetUS is your home for every game, plus the NBA and NHL playoffs and the PGA Tour. Sign up now and first-time bettors will get a 125% bonus with our promo code STORY22. That's STORY22. Future odds, live betting, and great parlay plays also await you at BetUS. BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. Go to BetUS.com and remember our code, STORY22. Want to hear more great guests on Tell Me a Story I Don't Know? It's easy. Just follow me on social media, at George Hoffman. That's O-F-M-A-N. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. In that interview with uh, Outsports.com, you mentioned a fellow, and I want to make sure that I pronounce his name correctly, Scott Soman? Seoman. Seoman. Forgive me. Yeah, Scott, Scott C. Oman, when I was in high school, his dad was a uh, uh, assistant principal at the high school I went to, public high school out on the east side of Cincinnati, Anderson High School. And, um, and he was just an awesome guy. I mean, I love the guy. He was, he was closer to my sister than, than he was to me. He was, he was in my sister's grade a year behind me. But he and I were in a lot of uh, musical stuff together in high school, whether it was actual musicals. Uh, that the school put on, or whether it was chorus, men's chorus, mixed chorus, all kinds of things. I was in all those things with him, and he, he just had such a, a engaging, outgoing, beautiful personality, fun guy. But I think most people, including me, thought that there was a chance that he might be gay. And, you know, again, I, I, I could have cared less. So, um, I, you know, it was funny because the night, the night that I said what I said, 
Uh, I haven't talked to Scott in maybe like four or five years. He's, he's been out in Los Angeles. He, he created quite a, quite a niche for himself out there. He, he has become the leading guy in all of Hollywood, where if you're writing a, a movie or a screenplay or a television show, whatever it might be, uh, and you have gay characters, people generally ask him to read the scripts and make suggestions on whether or not this is accurate. You know, is, is that portrayed the right way? And he's become, you know, one of the more powerful guys in all of Hollywood. Um, and when I used to go to Los Angeles, I'd talk to him from time to time, but it had been a while. And so after I said what I, I said, he called me that night on the phone uh, at my house and we talked for a long time. And he said, you know, I'll never forget what, what you did for me when we were in high school. And I had no idea what, what the hell he was talking about. And uh, he said, you won't remember these two things. He says, I'm surprised you don't remember one of them. He said, but two of them, uh, he said, you know, we were in a high school football game against our arch rivals. Um, I was not a football player, nor was he. He said, you were sitting down by me in the stands in the student section. We all got up to go get something to drink at the concession stand or whatever. And as we walked by where the visiting team, all their student section was, they started yelling homophobic slurs at me. And you looked at those guys and told them to shut up and to knock it off. And, 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 and you know, and, and he said, I'll never forget that as long as I live. And I said, wow. I said, I, I didn't remember that. He said, the other thing was, he says, you may have remember we were doing a musical one year. You walked in to the dressing room and I was kissing a boy. And you just turned around and you said, hey, guys, your secret's safe by me. You ain't got to worry about a thing and walked out the door. He's never, he said, I've never forgotten either one of those things. I said, well, I wish I'd have remembered them, but um, he, he's a great guy. And, you know, the, the thing about that article is the most important parts of that article, as far as I'm concerned, are not the things that I say. Because, you know, there are a lot of people in this world, and I've been as guilty as, as anything. You know, you, you don't always do what you say. But, you know, the, the thing that was so in, inspiring for me and, and was, was what other people said that are gay men in that article. There were two or three of them here in Cincinnati that I've come to know very well. Uh, Scott out in Los Angeles and the guy who wrote it, Sid Ziegler, I've gotten to know very well. You know, they've only known me in some cases, some of these people, most of those people have only known me for the last year and a half of my life. And, you know, in Scott's case, I've known him obviously a long, long time. But, um, you know, if there are people out there and I was told at one of those meetings by a couple of the men who weren't so friendly, uh, you know, that I was a fraud and I was just trying to check boxes to get my job and my career back and all those kinds of things. And those are hard things to hear. Uh, but, you know, they're entitled to, to feel that way because I know I caused a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and, and I wish it didn't happen, but I can't change it. I can just try to do the best I can now to, you know, be better and learn from it and grow from it. We're living in a world of political correctness. And you know a number of people who were either suspended or fired for saying something that was perceived as offensive. Here in Chicago, I can think of a couple of people, both of whom were interviewed for this podcast, who were fired for something they said. And you know both of them, Dan McNeil and Mark and Greco. Each incident was different. And of course, it carried its own weight. Yours offended a community which put you very much on the defensive. So do you think you handled this the right way? And do you ever ask yourself, what more can I do? Well, you know, I, I think, George, that's probably for other people uh, to, to decide. 
Um, I don't know in this day and age, and, and maybe this is true uh, since the beginning of time. I don't know in a lot of cases, when is enough enough? Meaning, you know, I, I could go do things in the LGBTQ community uh, now every day for the next three years. And there are going to be a, a wise man, a friend of mine calls it the 15% rule. And, you know, may, maybe that's not his idea. Maybe that's well known. But, you know, the 15% rule being that if all of a sudden you were the person who discovered the cure for cancer tomorrow, 85% of the world would be thrilled to death. The other 15% would say, well, you were probably just covering it up and trying to wait to find a way to make money, you know, for the last number mm -hmm. of years instead of saving my grandmother's life, right? So, you know, there are always going to be people out there who it's not going to change their mind. It's just not. And, and I can only do what I can do. Do I feel like I, I could have done anything differently at this point? Again, um, you know, I know in my heart of hearts that my heart is in the right place. It's always been in the right place. I used a wrong word in a flippant, you know, joking around sort of way, which I shouldn't have done. I wish I didn't do it uh, for multiple reasons, not just because my career ended. I, I wish I didn't do it because I wish it didn't hurt some people by what I said. But, you know, I, 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 I feel good about what I've tried to do and what I'm continuing to do. And if it's got good enough for other people, there's not a damn thing I can do about it. Did you know General Motors 2021 Supplier of the Year is located in Hillside, Illinois? Dynamic Manufacturing not only remanufactures transmissions for the likes of GM, but also as a state-of-the-art facility. Its capabilities include engineering new or existing products, along with manufacturing, machining, logistics, and re-energizing used batteries for electric cars and energy storage systems. I've seen their operation firsthand, and their nearly 1 million square feet of operating space is extremely impressive. Dynamic was founded by the late, great John Partipillo in 1955 and is still family-owned and operated by the next generation. For more information about Dynamic Manufacturing, visit their website at dynamicmanufacturinginc.com. Dynamic Manufacturing. Honor the legacy. Pioneer the future. You know, through all of this, you've received an enormous amount of support, both in Cincinnati and nationwide. And there are some very important people who've had your back. One of them was uh, uh, almost the first guest on this podcast. His name is Bob Costas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's been amazing. You know, I, I, George, I met Bob Costas when my dad was announcing in the old ABA, the American Basketball Association. And my dad was the announcer for the Virginia Squires. And my dad, I think, was 29 or something like that. And uh, Bob Costas was the announcer for the St. Louis Spirit. And he was like maybe 21, 22. The ball hit off the leg of Irving on the inbound. A backcourt violation. A backcourt violation. And the ball belongs to St. Louis. And I met him back then. I was a ball boy for the Squires. And so, you know, you'd play him X number of times a year. And I'd, you know, say hello to him, talk to him, blah, blah, blah. Um, years go by. Um, my dad comes to Cincinnati. NBC, the game of the week, would come into town. And if Costas True happened to be there, he'd always say hello and be so nice. And, you know, but again, didn't know him well. Now I get into 
to you know the business and I'm working for an NBC affiliate in Cincinnati, my first job out of college. And uh, Casas used to come in all the time for the game of the week. He'd come in for uh, Bengals postseason games uh, when they were making the run in, in 88 and got to the Super Bowl. And they'd bring the whole pregame show in, into Cincinnati. And, you know, I was trying to help them edit stuff that they needed for the pregame show. And he was always just so gracious and so kind. Well, as the years go by, I'd only see him from time to time because he wasn't doing any baseball once Fox got all the rights. And, um, and then he did start to come back once he started working for the MLB network. Mm-hmm. So I'd start to see him again a little bit. And I'd run into him in Boston or New York or wherever. And, and, um, and, it was, you know, and every time I saw him, my dad happened to be around at that point because I was traveling with the Reds and Bob would come in to do a game. And wherever we were, I remember the last time I actually physically saw him was he was doing a game in, in Boston. And, and, and we had dinner in the media room, my dad and Bob and me. So when everything happened, um, shortly thereafter, um, I get a, my dad calls me on the phone and says, hey, Bob Costas would like to, to talk to you. He said, here's his number and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, uh, Bob was just he, he was just phenomenal. He, you know, he, he, you know, was he says this punishment just doesn't fit the crime. He's, you know, the crazy world we live in and so on and so forth. And and then the thing that that, that, that just it shocked me was when Len Casper, prior to the 2021 season, baseball season, decided to leave the Cubs television booth to go broadcast the White Sox games on radio. Bob Costas had worked with um, a guy who was running Marquee, uh, the new TV home of the Cubs. And unbeknownst to me, he called the guy on the phone and said, I think you should hire Tom Brenneman to come back and announce the Cubs games. And when Bob called me up on the phone and said, I think you should talk to this guy, I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, I'm not some great friend of Bob Costas in any form or fashion. And he he's really been amazing. And, and I've had him on my podcast, too, like you have. And so um, he, he's been great. There have been a lot of lot of people, you know, it's, yeah, some of them are famous like Bob Costas. But but there are a lot of guys that just, you know. Guys that I worked on in my NFL crew for for dozens of years, guys that I worked with in college basketball. Um, you know, I, I got a phone call two nights ago from a guy who worked security at Dodger Stadium outside the press box. The Reds were in town to play. Um, you know, I used to talk to the guy all the time, all the years going in there, and 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 he calls me up just to see how I'm doing. And you know, it, it's um, those are the ones that mean as much to you as the Bob Costas of the world. Sure. You did some high school events in your hometown of Cincinnati last year. You also broadcast the Roberto Clemente League in Puerto Rico. So you weren't totally out of the picture. That was good for you. It was great. I mean, the high school stuff, I, mean, I, I love it. Uh, you know, like, like Chicago, uh, like a lot of places. I mean, high school football here in Cincinnati is king. I mean, it, it is just huge. You're the, you know, I think per capita, I think this city has produced the most um, players in the NFL per capita of any city in the United States. I mean, they just pour out of here. That's amazing. Uh, and so it's a big That's deal. Amazing. Yeah, it really is. It really is. A, it's truly amazing how many phenomenal high school football players uh, come out of this town and this region. And so um, there was a streaming company where we're trying to do games and, and did starting last fall, uh, much like you'd watch a, an NFL game or a college football game where we have commercial breaks. We sell commercials. That's one of my jobs is to go sell the stuff to, 
you know, we, when we had some great phenomenal sponsors, a lot of Fortune 500 companies based out of here, like Cintas and Kroger and many, many others. And and um, and it was great. Three-step drop there, steps into it. They give you that. Catch is made by Garnett. And he is level. Oh, brother. And he's in what bounds. What a hit that was. What a huge hit. And that's Jackson, the running yeah. back. And it was, you know, it was just, it, 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 it certainly does put things into perspective. Don't get me wrong. I still wish I was doing the NFL at Soldier Field on a Sunday afternoon when the Bears are playing the Packers or the Vikings or whatever. But to to go in last year and, you know, uh, I live in Cincinnati. And so if I knew, you know, Team A was playing Team B and that was a game we were doing that week, um, you know, I'd go over to Moeller High School and then I'd meet with a head coach and I'd talk to a couple of the players and sit with a coaching staff for 20, 30 minutes just to get ready for the game. Go do the same thing over at Cincinnati St. Xavier or Marymount or wherever. And and it was it was it, it was really, really good um, to have that chance again to broadcast any sporting event. Because I, I really enjoy that job. I love sports, but I enjoy announcing sports. My thanks to Fox Sports, the Reds Television Network, Bob Costas of the Spirit of St. Louis, and Chatterbox Sports for those memorable and timely highlights. My thanks as always to TJ Reeves for being a guiding force behind this podcast, Will Hatzel for his expert editing and mixing, and Nick Tochi for our excellent graphics. And to our wonderful sponsors, Dynamic Manufacturing, Vienna Beef, and BetUS for their significant contributions. Tune in next week for part two with Tom Brenneman on Tell Me a Story I Don't Know. I'm George Hoffman, and that's all she wrote. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.